you know, it's one thing I realized is that like uh, audience doesn't get to see the face cam. Yeah. So true. every time I do, I, every time I do nuts like this, you know, yeah. they don't get to see that. I, I, I said this, they don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's like a visual thing that makes us laugh, and they yeah. don't get to see it. They don't get to enjoy that experience. They just get to hear the edited voices come together. That's the allure. You know what I mean? Um, I'm totally focused. Tyler, Raymond. Hey, what's up? All that, all that fun stuff. Today is something. The not uh, visual friendly podcast. Not yeah. audio friendly. Uh, that, that, that's that's a joke. Got him. Nailed so, it. Somebody, let's let's go on. <laughs> we edit this list real quick. Cancel Gagly Roastro. Oh, this this is my mini thing I do between Lupin uh, the Third, the First, which is a weird name by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Today is Don Bluth, right? It's Don Bluth, dude. Yep. We did Secret of Nim. We do Secret of Nim. So. I don't remember if you told me this or not. Have you seen this before? I have seen this before when I, I was a kid. This movie spooked me, dude. It's this is my first time watching it without being spooked because I'm now older. Oh sure, like with all with like the whole rats, right? I I assume that's like the the big thing. Well, it's especially the part when like uh, what's his name? Uh, Nickerpicus or Nico Dermis? Nico Dermis. Yeah, Nico Dermis, I think. Look up, let me look up the secret of Nim characters now. That sounds Nico like Nico Dermis. Um, that, that is his name. That sounds right, yeah. Nico Dermis. Yeah, I'm not gonna look it up because that does sound right. Yeah, Nico Dermis. Yeah, when he's like showing her the amulet, and like it goes like through the flashback of Nim, and then you see like all the colors, everything. It's like I'm like I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, <laughs> oh, a little kid mud, and all the rats are scurrying, and they're all scared, and I'm like, what? Ah. <laughs> And then when the oh, cinder block is drowning and the kids are dying, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> is this a horror movie? Yeah, Secret of Nim went hard for a kid. A kid would never truly appreciate this movie. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. I uh, other movies great. Great Owls are scary as well. What was? When you're a kid, the Great Owl also looking at you like. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, you know, just like being there. You know, and being in the shadows and then coming down, he's very menacing. And then, and yeah, just like the way he, he talks, his like body language and stuff. Oh, it's crazy. But it's a good movie, though. Yeah, it's real good. I mean, um, I wasn't expecting there to be a magic element to this movie, but the oh, first, the yeah, yeah, well, just just like the very first scene, it's like there's this rat and mouse thing. And he's like, and like it's just writing the words by itself. He's just hovering his his quill over the paper, and it's just going. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, there's magic in this movie. Okay, cool. It's kind of like how like uh, Studio Ghibli does their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's like magic in here. That's cool. And it's not really a main focus of the movie. I don't think. I mean, it, it it's kind of the thing in the end that everything like coalesces to, and it's like, oh man, we need the amulet to win. But, like. For the most part, it's just a bunch of animals trying to figure out what to do. We got mm-hmm. we got the sick son. He's useless. I would have I would have just left him. You know, survival of the fittest. Young Timothy. Yeah, there's there's five there's five of us. We lost one. Five out of six ain't bad. You know, just move on. Lost two, man. She's a widow. 
took a fat L <laughs> before the movie even started. Got him. Her, uh, what was it? Her, like, the, like, uh, the, like, mouse thing? The, like, ant or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, uh, the, uh, anti-shrew? She's yeah, a shrew. shrew. Yeah, shrew. I hated her the whole time. Yeah, she's not supposed to be likable, dude. She's a guy. Like, at least in the beginning, like, you know, like, she did her one thing of helping where, like, she stopped a tractor. Yeah, 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 that was cool. But, like, she just wouldn't listen. She was like, hey, dude, she's, she's hard. Get out of here. She's hard headed. Yeah, you, you have to leave. And she's like, you don't understand. My son is sick. He can't get out of bed. And she's like, you need to get your son. You need to leave. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> you're, you're not listening to the words coming out of my mouth. To be fair, it is moving day. The, the tractor's going to come through and raise the entire field. It is moving like, day. He will die if he just stays there. Mm-hmm. So you want him to die there, or you want him to die later? Kind of giving him one of the two lesser options. And she's like, "How about I pick the third option and just stop moving day?" Yeah, that's it's a big brain option. But like, uh, even at the very end, he was like still in quarantine, basically. Yeah. <laughs> These COVID times, he's in quarantine, <laughs> dude. <laughs> no one was wearing a mask. It's crazy. Um, I feel like one thing that's very uh, funny about animated movies is that there's always at least one dude who is like clearly a villain. Yeah, you know, like yeah, and like everyone knows except for the people in the actual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where it's like this, like Jenner dude, he's clearly gonna kill like half of you guys. You know, <laughs> like it's just gonna happen. He's it's like. It's like, what's the cinder blocks above Nico Dermis? I'll cut these ropes and he'll die. And he's like, are you it's like, are you sure? He's like, of course, I'm sure I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I'm evil. It's what I do. But yeah, man, it's just like, it's like um, Jafar in Aladdin. It's like, this dude is, cl- he, he, he just looks evil. It's like, it's like, nothing about him is a good vibe. <laughs> No positive vibes coming from this man. His like only his his only friend is a is a bird. Okay, you know what I mean. And Mr. A, he had his one thing where he's like he's definitely plotting something. Just let him go. Mr. A, something something's happening here. Mr. A, just like hmm, he's definitely planning something. Let's let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> Um, one thing I really liked about this movie, and I wasn't surprised at all because it's Don Bluth, but um, the animation and stuff, mm-hmm. the art style, is amazing. It's like probably one of the best I've ever seen in any, or like one of my favorite I've ever seen in any movie. It's you pretty know? good, dude. It's pretty banging. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely tell it was hand drawn. Everything, just the way it moves. You know, there was a couple shots in there where I thought it was three D, mm-hmm. and like. Obviously, it wasn't because this movie was like made in like '82 yeah. or something like that. Like, obviously, it wasn't. But there was one shot where um, the 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 farmer is first coming, first riding the tractor. Oh like, yeah, oh, man, and the laser or Yeah, that looked 3D, and I was like, "Is it?" I'm like, "No, it's not." But it it kind of looked it. And then um, 
the establishing shot where oh, there was, was a scene you just talked about where um they're all like doing the the thing with the gears move, moving the cinder blocks or whatever mm-hmm. when, when the camera first pans down the like gears the machinery all c- kind of looks 3d i just i just saw that and i was like this is weird i was like oh it's just, just people who know how to make stuff look 3d i guess but they're just good dude they're just nice yeah. It kind of threw me off a little bit, but um, I love how like uh, you've mentioned before how how you like world building, right? Um, I thought this movie did a pretty good job of it. Of, it is my uh, my secret taste that everyone knows about. <laughs> listen to this podcast where it's like, hmm, what does Raymond really enjoy in his works? Uh, world building. World building. <laughs> First answer every time. Um. Yeah, I think they do a good job of like with all the different almost like factions of animals (laughs) and then with them not them not even slowly introducing magic to us. Them just being like magic exists and that that's just it. Or they're like the like self awareness of some of these animals is really interesting where the rats were like, Hey, we can't let magic get out. We can't be too reckless because then the humans will start getting scientists. And they'll start like um, experimenting on us and trying to take it because like this is a power that humans don't even know of. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, and they all live in the thorn bush. Did you see how crazy the thorn bush is? Yeah, it was like it was like almost a, a a like living organism where it was like moving, like trying to trap things, trying to close it's so up certain labyrinth. paths. It's so good. Yeah, and like the rats, hyper intelligent, dude. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously after what Nim did, but I mean. Do you remember, you know, it's a, a, a slight tangent, right? Do you remember, I mean, <laughs> do you remember the Percy Jackson books? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I, I figured. Um, the fourth one is a, is, is a Labyrinth book. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that was, that's really all I had. That's all you had. The fourth yeah. book is pretty good, to be yeah. honest. I remember, I remember there being discourse amongst uh, some classmates as well as the librarian in elementary school because that's when these books came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, fourth book came out. It's like, ah, oh, it's, it's cool. Fifth book came out. Ah, oh, that's cool too. There was discourse amongst which book was better, the fourth book or the fifth book, right? Which side were you on, dude? Um, I think... I think initially I was on the fifth book, right? Because, you know, as as like a dumb kid, a dumb, like, what, like, fourth grader, fifth grader, something like that. I was like, oh, it's the end. He fights the big bad guy. Happy ending. It has, has the huge, I mean, literally the biggest, most important battle in the entire series, right? It's obviously a better book. Um, I've read the series since then, not like recently or anything, but uh, the fourth book, very very well made and like the whole idea of the labyrinth is i think crazier than anything in probably the entire series mm-hmm. you know what i mean labyrinth is pretty good dude like i like three as well titan a lot of people don't talk about titan's curse a bit yeah titan's curse is good too yeah i definitely feel like out of all of them that's the most slept on book because it's in the, the middle one. exactly yeah, yeah that's probably why yeah I mean, like, it builds up that honesty as well. 
or like you know you're like you're sleeping on him and he's actually like no nah, you just like Titan's curse kind of like pushes him more and like builds him up so you're like oh he's all nice it also builds up for four as well with a labyrinth yeah yeah, yeah. um i think, I think uh, it also shoots you to nico as well in titans maybe yeah i don't or it's either the interesting titans or the interesting no they don't interest him in labyrinth they're interested in titans they're wild okay. yeah because at the oh. end of labyrinth right uh the girl wakes up the tree girl it's oh, like zeus's yeah. daughter yeah yeah so like yeah so like titan's curse and she's like nico and all that yeah why is titan's curse left on dude that looks killing <laughs> i don't know and then, that's also part of the reason why i keep saying like to you i guess i'm not sure if you read heroes of olympus but uh house of uh, hades which, is definitely the best book which which one is heroes of olympus that's the second continuation that's the continuation of percy jackson i've i've watched i've watched i've read the first two books of that maybe I think, yeah. Yeah, House of Hades is definitely the best one in that too, because it's it's like the fourth before the fifth, I believe. Okay. But it's like you're basically just focusing on uh the underworld, and like I think it's just Annabeth and Percy being down there. Mm, that, That's like one section. That sounds cool. It's like one, oh. it's a new area that no one's ever been in, really for the mm. most part. But then you're also focusing on Annabeth and Percy being there together, and that dynamic it's playing with. I know I've read some of those. I don't know where I ended though. I don't remember. They're all good, dude. That just gave me an idea. Um, I'm not gonna talk about it right now. <laughs> we can but, be a reader cast as well. I mean, um, I don't know. Train of thought has left the station. I don't know. But yeah, man, Secret Name is good, dude. It's crazy. Secret Name is good. When 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 uh there was like the sword fight at the end, I was yeah. like, man, they're they're really going for it, huh? There pe- people you know, are really dying. <laughs> so it's, it's, it felt a little Shakespearean there at that moment. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, there was something else too. There was one other thing. I don't uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it's good. That's all, that's all I got. I mean, like... I, when I was little, I didn't know Nimbus. Now I'm like, Nim, dude, that's crazy. I'm not surprised what they did. I mean, they, like, experimented on rats and mice. Mm-hmm. No way, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> and monkeys? Wow, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, like, the big reveal, I guess, right? Because they talked about Nim... Um, and yeah, we find out that they just got it from an experience they had that kind of birthed a lot of this, right? It's like, Miss Jonathan Bisbee. <laughs> that was another thing. That was, that was another thing where, uh, with the whole world building kind of, kind of, kind of deal here, the weight that that name has that, that like family name has is, is crazy. You know, I mean, like, I mean, everyone knows her like husband, dude. Yeah, because her husband is literally like the savior. He's like the savior of all the rats. They yeah. worship. Well, they don't worship, but like he's like literally what caused everything to happen. Yeah, who made them be so good and safe right now? I'm like not even just the rats though. The great owl knew yeah. her name. You know, you probably experimented on as well. It's it's crazy. They don't tell you that directly. I mean, he is the great owl. 
It's very wise. Mm. Like all the animals we from what we understand are also sentient as well, but they're not experimented on though. Yeah, I mean they're they don't have any like higher intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like unlike the rats. Yeah. And quite possibly the owl, we're not sure. Or maybe he's just like a wise, you know, like owls are wise, that's the whole stereotype, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Pineapples don't have legs. That's true. Yeah. Remember that one? Nope. Sure don't. That was a that was a New York State exam back in school. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, I I remember people talking about that. That was like a that was like a meme amongst amongst the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like the entire section of the test I just took out. Yeah. Later, like this section of the test doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, the pineapple versus the hair, or whatever. More of the story: pineapples don't have legs or feet or whatever. It's so ridiculous, dude. I remember those state exams. I thought those state exams were so stupid. You know, I remember I had a laugh about that with Ethan and Michael. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we found the uh, the author who wrote it. We found some of his other works, dude, and it was. Fun time. Let me see if I can find that. Did I pin it somewhere? No, I mean, I could have. Oh, I did not pin it. I should have, though. Jump. Yeah, man. I liked, uh, I like Secret Him a lot. I don't know where it kind of sits in your, like, inner, <laughs> like, animated movie list, you know? But, uh, for me, Secret Him. Very high up there. Secret uh, is pretty good, dude. I see. I now see why he was like the only dude to ever go against Disney when it came to critical acclaim and like winning Oscars and stuff like that. It also because, does help that uh, he has like ex like Disney animators working with him as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's how a lot of uh, studios are born. A bunch of people just going somewhere else trying to do something for themselves. Not trying to be under the man, you know. Um, yeah, super high up. This is great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for next week when we do. Um, what's the? I know I have the list. Next week is something. Uh, an American tale. Don't even don't even know. That's the one where they have the Statue of Liberty, dude. Uh, see, that's uh, and it's bronze, like like Ellis Island or something. Is they talking about? I don't remember that movie entirely. I don't I do even. Know. I don't. I can't even picture the movie. You know what I mean? I, I, know, I know. I know. it's supposed to be good. <laughs> all all five are supposed to be good. That's why I picked them. But pineapples don't have sleeves, dude. Yeah, so uh, watch An American Tale for next week. That was eight years ago, dude. Eight years ago. It wasn't that long ago. No, I'm talking about the, uh, the exam. Eight yeah, years yeah. Ago. eight years. What's that like? So that's 2012. That's ninth grade. Do you just, you just send me? <laughs> you, you just send me the, the, the story? This is not the NPR. They have the NPR article as well, which is like Ken Jennings was like 
what 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 I actually did do these kids? I dude, yes, it's all coming back to me. Ken Jennings was like, "Why did you do this? Well, who?" First of all, my favorite thing about this is that state exams are always approved by like teachers. So like a yeah. teacher went through, made these questions, and thought they were legitimate, and other teachers were like, "Yeah, that's fine." And like you don't know if they were like all drunk one night when they were creating this, or they just didn't care and just had to send this exam out. It's probably just they didn't care. But like what they did is cause a controversy that caused everyone to like untrust the entire state education system for the next couple years to come after that. You know what's crazy about standardized testing? So like in third grade, for example, right? I don't know when you start state exams. I think state exams are in third grade is when you start them. That's not right, dude. At least in New York. Back in New York. Yeah, New York. Um, so everyone takes the test, right? It's, it's very serious. I remember that in school. Like the New York State test was like the most serious day. Or Have days. your pencil sharpened. Yeah. Um, Have your second pencil sharpened. <laughs> Bring your spare eraser. Mm-hmm. Put up your folders as your shield. Yep. Yeah, we did, that, we did that. I still no one cares. Like, what's out of here? Now come all down. Elementary school's um, like, put the folders up. But like, what were they supposed to test? Like, were they supposed to test your your level of knowledge? Because then I feel like that's that's just the teacher's fault. I feel like you're supposed point. to find state averages. Honestly, that's the point. That, that that's all it is. It's just for it, it's just for analytics. I'd assume it's for analytics, or like to see also what else they could focus in for the state. Like if they found like it was they were lacking something in English, I guess for a standardized test, they're like, okay, well this school district has to start doing this. You know what I mean? So like, it didn't actually have any impact on you, the student. No, it had nothing to do with your actual grades for school, as far as I'm aware. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know your mm-hmm. grades. It didn't, but like, they didn't take into account your New York State test score when like, um, especially once it got up to middle school, for like putting you in certain levels of classes or whatever. I, mean, I feel like there was a part of that because like, I mean, like I know I and a couple other people went to Young Scholars. Did you, were you part of that Young Scholars too? Uh, yeah, I was, but I, I dropped out of it. Yeah. So I feel like they did look at standardized testing for that. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's such a weird <laughs> tests are so weird. I, I just like an idea. You know what I mean? To give like everyone the same test, and it's like, you know, like in in college it makes sense because, you know, you're like specified areas, all that. But what if I'm just not good at math? You know. I mean, I feel like, personally speaking, right? I feel like everyone could have standardized testing to like find out what. I don't believe in classing by grade. That's really obvious. Oh, I yeah. feel like. High school has like the best idea, where like, or even middle school, where like you have your section classes, mm-hmm. and somebody should introduce the elementary school as well. But they don't. It's kind of hard to do it. But like, if you're really good at something, they just push you in that. It's it's really terrible. How do you feel about um, grouping you up, obviously by like subject, because mm-hmm. or or like you know sections, like levels of. Um, Good. I don't want to say competence, but like proficiency. Yeah. yeah like proficiency. A good... But uh, 
there's still one more wall that can be broken. Why why do they group you up um with your age? Again, I don't like that. Again, so going back, level of proficiency I think is like the thing that matters the most. Yeah. If you you can group people by proficiency and have to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe for your first couple of years of school they can have you by like year and that's okay. Sure, yeah. Like I make mean, sure like you get the basics and like okay, you know, yeah. you're good. You can count, you can draw between the lines, you know your alphabet. Now we're just going to go and like real quickly do some quick tests, you know, see where you are and then push you in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like have a baseline, you know, it's like this is the baseline. One student's passed this baseline, take these tests, and then that's where you're going now. That's where your direction is. You'll be good now. Would save a lot of effort, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and that's like, like, go ahead. It'd be similar to like high school and middle school, though. But like, teachers would be prepared for that, though. They'd be like, "Well, this is what we're learning." You know, they would again specialize in that one thing, so mm-hmm. it's much more easy for them, at least, to cover. They also have to wouldn't have to worry about like, you know, exactly. You said they'd be able to specialize. They wouldn't have to worry about having to stretch themselves between like two ends of the spectrum of like Mm -hmm. your fifth grade teacher for example you have to worry about knowing how to teach someone who i mean first of all you have to know how to teach all the subjects which is crazy but then you also know how to have to teach this one kid who is terrible at history and like you have to figure out where this kid's baseline is and then know how to teach them properly whereas you have another kid in your class who studies history in their free time because that's what they love that's like they're like they don't need you at all but you still have to give them attention because if you don't then their um their interest in it could wane because they don't see any they're not reaping any rewards from it you know what i mean so it's like you know they're just stretching themselves too thin and then by the time you get to middle school or high school and you actually get to pick what you want it's like well i mean elementary school just taught me to be kind of okay at everything and it's like really weird though because like for art gym and like music i feel like they did send you off anyway to like the respective teachers yeah i know it's crazy like, like there's supposed to be a gym teacher a music teacher an art teacher and they would go to them for that mm-hmm. so like why yeah. is it that they can't go to other people for, or like maybe just have like they, they'd have to go and move to different classes or like have the, them stay maybe in certain, but that's is that like a lot of work for a kid though You'd like we get the wonder, like how much is a lot of work for a kid? Um, I mean, I feel like for young kids, they they probably like having just one teacher mm-hmm. because, like, it's a it's you know a, a stranger. So then, over time, you just have that one teacher to like build a bond with. But I don't know. I feel like exactly. I think what like said, fourth grade is like a big tilt point yeah yeah exactly i mean it's exactly you said where the first couple years you can have that Mm -hmm. to do the baseline to get kids like hey this is what school is (laughs) you know what i mean and then past that then you do the the sectioning off and they're like used to the whole um it's like fourth uh, grade i mean like assuming you're like starting either pre-k k K or first grade in school yeah all right well we'll start with that so you're gonna have at most at least Four years at most, up to six years already being there. 
you're going to be indoctrinated into that system. So like once you hit like fourth grade, we'll say, it's like okay, now you go, you move. Like it's like cause like, I think like the ten age is like a good age to start doing that, like the movement. Yeah, it's like it's like they're not like kids. Kids, they're like yeah, we can walk to the hallway and go around here. That's not. <laughs> yeah. Um. Funny thing though, in sixth grade, um, we did switch for science. Science. I think it was science and history. We only we had two sixth grade teachers, two classes, of course. And uh, the the dude, my main teacher, was uh, better and like knew a bunch about science. And the other teacher, the female teacher, she knew more about history. So when we were to teach those, they, we would get up and switch classes for that like thirty minutes Period. or hour or whatever yeah. it was. Um, so yeah, I thought that was weird. I was like, it makes sense if he knows more. <laughs> if he knows more about science and can like, teach the like, entire like, grade. If you know more about science, I'd rather have him teach and have you teach science. If you know more about history, I'm okay with you teaching. It's fine. Like, it's very easy to teach children with that. Like, it's like he knows more. Go see him for class. <laughs> it's like, it's like that, that's yeah. yes, good, thank you. And like the way teachers teach anyway, it it's like not supposed to be. Um, it's not supposed to be deep. Like it's very shallow. Yeah, we're we're learning from them, but they're basing what they're te- what they're te- what they're teaching us every day for 108 days every year. Um, there's just a book, and it's the curriculum, and it's here's everything you have to teach, and as long as they do just that, nothing in those more, days. Yeah, yeah. Then they they taught us. It's like they're teaching us the bare minimum to pass a, a arbitrary line. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least a standard line. Yes, yes, whatever. But it's like, someone made it up. And it's mm-hmm. like, who's to say that this fourth grader has to learn this by this year? Like, like there's, there's so many other things, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Those are tangent, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, an American Tale for next week. Very excited. I like the, uh, very the much. For education in America. Education in America, yeah. Um, so yeah, until I don't focus. And uh, yeah, until next time, um, don't send your kids to school. This is actually a tangent podcast. Uh, so, so far. <laughs> My goal is to actually have a tangent in every uh, part. That's mm-hmm. how you know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if it happens, you know what I mean? Uh, all right.